Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello and welcome to the Psych Legal Pop podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about popular culture through the lens of an attorney and a therapist. I'm Brooke Brigham. I'm the attorney. And I'm Tess Brigham. I'm the therapist. And today is Sister Wives Rewind Day. We are on season six, episode four. And I don't think I wrote down the name of the episode. It's called Odd Wife Out. Oh, okay. And who's the odd wife out? We will soon learn. Mm. The mystery is solved by the end of the episode. Okay. Good. We're go through <laughs> well, keep, keep everybody, keep, keep everyone on the edge of their seat about which, which wife is the odd which one out? Which wife is the odd one out? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. So we are still, uh, I, oh, you know, God, a few weeks away from Christmas. Um, the house is, they're having what they call the landscape walkthrough. So they all go to the cul-de-sac and, you know, all the landscaping is finished. Yes. It looks very nice. I have to looks say. looks very nice. Yeah. Um, I thought they're huge houses. Yeah, like, they are enormous. I don't know. God, why did they ever leave? If so, oh. Yeah, I, I I hope that comes out about why they left, because you you've said in the past that you think it, they might have had balloon payments, which has been a theory. That's a theory. But then I think I think I can't remember where I heard this, but I heard somebody say someone close to the family or maybe someone from the family said that wasn't the case. It mm. was Cody just got a bee in his bonnet that, you know, they needed to move. And mm-hmm. um, it was just a coincidence that, you know, Dayton was going to be going to college in Flagstaff. And all of a sudden they've got to move there before school starts. I mean, so I don't yeah. know. I don't know if we'll ever know the truth. But Yeah, but yeah, those are, I mean, the fact the fact that they went from like, I mean, just taking on those um the mortgages like from mm-hmm. where they started to where they got to like mm-hmm. here in Cal- i mean i will just say in california there is no way like if i woke up tomorrow and said okay i'd like to like you know upgrade my home to to that level of a home ha- there was no way i could even do it mm-hmm. i mean and i'm just like how did they get this done i i don't know it's i don't unreal. know 
Well, and they almost didn't because, you know, the financing for <laughs> Cody, Robin, and Mary is still not approved. Yes, yes, I know. Still that was hilarious approved. because, um, uh, you know, the uh, when they go through the landscaping, that's something Cody says, but he's like, but we still haven't acquired the financing. I'm <laughs> just like, oh my God, it's two weeks before Christmas. I know, and, they, and they're telling Mona we want to be in by Christmas. Anyway, this has been, this is the fourth week in a row, you know, that we hear this sad story. But anyway, even though the financing is not all complete, they're going to start packing anyway. Yes. Because yes. they say all they need is just one finished home with financing. What, you're all going to move into that one home? It's like, all about no, this stupid Christmas celebration. Yeah, it's like, all about this this one thing. And they all put really unrealistic expectations in their kids' heads, mm -hmm. which is why we'll, we see this next episode where Leon has a bit of a meltdown. Yeah. Um, and I feel for them because I'm glad I wasn't on TV as a teenager. But it, it's just like, yeah, you you caused this problem. You caused why Leon's pissed and what's going yeah, on. You, well, and the kids have said this many times is that their parents always overpromise and then they don't come. Yeah. Through. It's so the kids are should be used to this. Yeah, which happen. is why they're, which is probably why half of them are like, oh, God, do I really have to pack? You know, I, know. I might be unpacking in a minute here. Well, but we see, oh, there's really quick, there's one quick thing when they're going through the houses and then um, Christine, she's crying over the counters, like how beautiful they are. And Robin goes, it's like she's describing them. And Robin's like, it's like you're describing the person that you love. And I'm thinking to myself, yeah, because she doesn't get crap from Cody. <laughs> you know, like this is this is the most excitement Christine's had in I don't know how long. Yeah, no, she does. She loves her kitchen. Yeah. That's all she's got. Yeah. Um, anyway, keep going. So, yeah. So then we see Aspen and Christine packing up the house and they're all stressed out about moving. And it's funny, like the way that they <clears throat> interact and they talk to each other, they're like a married couple. You know, yeah. they kind of are, you know, they yeah. share the uh, responsibilities of child rearing and <laughs> everything else. So, you know, they're making lists and um, Christine is having to push her kids to pack. And um, Isabel talks about how it was hard not seeing her dad very much. So she's excited that about seeing him more. But, you know, yes. excited, Isabel. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get too attached to that. Don't get too attached. Yeah. And the other thing was <clears throat> they were talking about Robin's patio her big patio, maybe the perspective was weird. I'm like, how are you going to get 18 kids and five adults on that patio in her back? Well, I heard her say that it's a huge backyard. Oh, okay. So I think her I slab though, wasn't that big. I'm like, no. what are you going to put out there? But I, they I, ha she has a big yard, so I guess she could uh, expand. Yes. Do some more. And this is definitely the point at which Mona has lost her, any patience that she has for the Browns. Mona is done. By this yeah. point. So. Yeah. She's just like praying that this financing, you know, goes <clears throat> through and she never has to talk to them again. Mm -hmm. So then Robin uh, says that she's changing her name. Mm -hmm. uh, she went to a lawyer. She's doing a name change. She wants to uh, change her name from Sullivan to Brown because she says she wants to buy her house in the name of Robin Brown. Um, yes. So and then she's going to give it to Cody uh, for Christmas. For Christmas. Yes. Well, okay. Um, then, I don't know how this comes out, but she starts talking about how this is the year that Dayton, Aurora, and Brianna are supposed to go see their 
bio dad, their biological dad, as she calls him, in Montana. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's because she really, she wants them to be in the house before they go so that they get kind of connected. Attached to it. Attached to it. I guess they've never seen it. Yeah. She said the inside. Well, I mean, they, they've taken the kids out there to the property so many times, but they haven't seen like the actual finished house, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's all very weird because a lot of this is about them. Like, we've got to get these kids to see this house and see how great it is here mm. so that they don't at all, you know, decide that they want to go back to and live in Montana. And, you know, I mean, I feel like Robin really put a lot of this urgency in Cody's mind and everybody's mind because I, I don't. I mean, do you think those three kids were just, if they hadn't seen the house before Christmas, they were going to go, yeah, I'm going to leave my mom and all of this. And no, that, it was so yeah. stupid. It wasn't, it wasn't necessary. I don't know. This family, they really love to, it's mostly like Cody and Robin, but they really love to come up with these narratives, you know, these stories, you know, this whole like, uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. No, I you're right. It, it is. I mean, I'm sorry, but what Christine said, I can't remember a few, I think in season 18 about how Robin is dramatic. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of drama. Like that's mm-hmm. a lot of drama. We got to get in there. And then we see these, these um, flashbacks to uh, them fleeing, mm-hmm. you know, fleeing Utah. And it's the same thing, like such dramatics about this. And we see Robin saying, this is not the American this is not the America I learned about in school. I'm like, Robin, you've you got to be kidding me here. in school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she she's such a, you know, she says she's been moving from place to place over the last 5 years. And it's like, well, that was cuz it was your choice to come join this family. Yeah. Um and this will be her first home that she owns um and that this last rental property in Vegas was the nicest place she's ever lived in. Yeah. Ooh. <clears throat> yes, yeah. yes. So then we see Cody and Janelle. <laughs> I love this story. <laughs> I don't know. There's something about it. So they're in their bedroom and Cody says, this bedspread stinks. And uh, did he mean it smelled or it was like, this he, is I think he said it smelled bread. mustard, musty or something, or I don't know. I don't know. know. They're talking about how they've had the bed for 10 years. And then he lifts up the uh, sheets and it's actually two twin beds and two twin box springs just shoved together. Oh, really? Oh, I thought it was two twins in a a larger size, like frame. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Well, interesting. There might have been a frame, but, but I distinctly saw... Two box springs yes. and two mattresses. And they might have put it on like an adjustable, like queen size frame or something. And also, but did you, you notice that it's a really small bed? Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's like a full. It's not I don't a full. It's, a I don't, queen. it's not a queen. And they don't, yeah. you know, there's no headboard. There's no nothing. I mean, and Janelle's room is just, it looks like the room of, you know, a 12 year old, 13 year old boy. I mean, it's just like the clothes that piles of clothes, no decor. Mm hmm. Not a place where a lot of magic is happening. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. So they're going to get a new bed. Yes, a Um, bedroom, a bedroom set. 
Oh, they're giving each other a bedroom set for their for Christmas and birthdays. Yes, they're combining everybody's. um, It's like Christmas, Janelle's birthday, his birthday and their anniversary. Yes. (laughs) For the whole year, for the whole next year. It's like, wow, how expensive is this bedroom set? But um, yeah. And Cody says that they have a relationship that finds romance in a very in very pragmatic things. So once in a while, when we get romantic, it seems slightly awkward. Yeah. What's that all about? That's weird. So it's awkward. I mean, what are you trying? So it's, it's so that you're, you're more comfortable being pragmatic with the, I mean, and so then when it's you're not, romantic, it's yeah. awkward, but it sounds like they're not very romantic with each other very much. So when they are romantic, it's awkward, awkward. Yeah. Which is very different than what, was portrayed in season 18 yeah. where Cody could not believe that Janelle was willing to give up on him and his yeah. six pack abs. And just, she just wanted him for his body, for yeah. his pecs and his abs. Yeah. So it's very, it's very, yeah. Yeah. Which is it, Cody? I mean, <laughs> yeah. And you know, yeah. She, she agreed. She was like, yeah, you know, we have no problems there. Hmm. Um, so, but wait a minute. Did you see where they went? Oh, was it the consignment? Yes, they went to Colleen's cons- oh. Colleen's consignment. Um, Wait, so this is a used mattress? I don't know. But I, I I remember distinctly seeing the outside and it said Colleen's and it looked oh just God. like it. So, or maybe they're getting the bedroom set there and getting the mattress somewhere else. No, just- they're getting the mattress there because he goes back and gets it there. So I don't know if it's used. I don't know if they get, dis- I don't know if Colleen's consignment, they get, you know, stuff from companies. They're like, they can sell these or these are leftovers or whatever. And they sell them. I'm not quite sure, oh, but wow. just the way Cody <laughs> described them, like bed shopping together, he's like, Oh, you know, but bed shopping, it didn't feel awkward. We were connecting on a sweet level and it was a neat, a neat experience together to like, go to Colleen's consignment and roll around on a bed and see if you liked it. Uh, yeah. It's, it was a strange thing. The way he describes things sometimes is so weird because I think the producers say to him, well, how are you feeling about this? Tell us, describe. And then he has to come up with something and, you know, he kind of tries too hard and he Mm -hmm. comes up with something that it's like, you don't need to put that much into it. Yeah. So, yeah, I love it. Janelle wants to sit on layaway and, you know, who who here remembers Layaway? Do they still <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know what? I do remember because, like, beds were, like, when you buy a, a mattress and a box spring and all that, mm-hmm. that is one thing that you can buy and do in payments mm-hmm. that I, I had never, I think that was, like, when I purchased my first bed as an adult. That's how I did it. Yeah. And, you can um, usually do, like, interest-free. Yeah. Things. For a year, if you can get yeah. it paid off in a year. Um, yeah, because it's beds, free. Now beds are the price is coming down like the ones that you can order online that are all squished together. And mm-hmm. um, but mattresses used to be very, very expensive, you know, for yeah. good mattresses, like thousands of dollars. Well, even now, though, they're still that they're much. still expensive, but they're less than the traditional, um, you know, because you have to get the box spring and the mattress. Now, I think the technology is such that you don't really need a box spring. Mm. Um so anyway, this is just something interesting. But yeah, I remember layaway. Um, but we so, don't have too much time there because we've got to go through a final walkthrough. Oh, my God. Another one? You know, I, I'm wondering how much 
can you possibly go into someone else's house and go, ooh, ah, ooh, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, God, this is, you know. Well, it seemed like this was the final, final one with the builder where like, okay, speak now or forever hold your peace. Like Mm -hmm. this is, um, you look at everything and if something's not right or whatever, you got to say it now because we're not coming back here. You know, (laughs) Mary, Mary, (laughs) specifically to you. And Mary did have a lot of of comments. Oh, yes. But the first, first we see Cody and Robin and they're just all hot for each other. Oh my God. In the kitchen talking about... He's like, oh, you're too good looking to, or you're too pretty to have to cook. Oh, yeah. They're like ready to get down and dirty. Yeah. And Mona and the builder are just looking at each other like, oh, my God. Like, what is happening? Yeah. They're just giddy, giddy, giddy. And Cody's like, oh, you you always wanted to own a home, huh? (laughs) Robin's like, yes, always. I mean, it was. Yeah. Oh, Cody's feeling like a big man. He's like, yes, I provided a home for you as opposed to your last, you know, right. partner or husband. It's just your like, first oh. home. I'm like, yeah. oh, please. Like you know, you, you don't even have financing yet. Right. Like, slow your roll. I know. <laughs> this home is not even legally yours yet. <laughs> Calm down. I would be, you know what? Stop flirting and go, like, look, check on your paperwork. You know? Yes. Oh, yeah. Focus yeah. on that. Uh, yeah, Mona is just rolling her uh, eyes. Yeah, she's done. She rolling. is so done with this family. Yeah. Then they, then the family, then they show the family. Oh, did they show Mary? Maybe they showed No, they, they next go to the family. We next have to talk about the family mission statement. Oh, God. Cody said Ugh. something that I just thought was so douchey. He says, they're all gathered and... Uh, he says, I hope you guys, out of respect for us and the hard work we're doing to get into these homes, that you'll help on the family mission statement. Yeah, I know. That was really, it was kind of a weird way of presenting it to them. Yeah. It was like, you know what? You all chose these homes. Right. You chose this life, number one. Number two, you chose these homes in this situation. And so now it's like, come on. Like we're supposed to be so grateful that you're... It's like we were happy back in Lehigh, you know, Uh, So don't get on that kick. Yeah. But the family mission statement, I think this was fueled by their visit with the Doggers. Yes. Yes. The Doggers. And we get a recap of the Doggers and Mm. talking about the family mission statement and all that good stuff. So Christine's the driver of this. Yeah. So she gives everyone questionnaires and they all have to brainstorm ideas. And um, Christine in her typical Christine fashion, you know, is like, there are no bad ideas. You know, there's no everybody's ideas are great. You know, there's no wrong answers. Let's be supportive. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I wrote down some of the ones I thought were funny. So McKelty says (laughs) these are her ideas about the mission statement. We are at our worst when we are together. Yes. Like, McKelty, how dare you? But she's she's not wrong. No. (laughs) She's not wrong. They are at their worst. I mean, yeah, their their individual family units function pretty well when they all try to get together and do something dumb like this. It's just chaos. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the best is, is that Janelle is like, oh, God, this is so fucking stupid. Yeah. Janelle is like, this is tedious. This is boring. Mm. Why are we doing this? Because, you know, and I you can see here, I think this is Christine desperately, desperately grabbing onto anything Mm -hmm. to to give her hope or light at the end of the tunnel. 
It really yeah. is. I mean, she thinks, yeah, that now that they're in these new homes, they're going to have a family mission statement. They're all back together again. She thinks that, you know, her relationship with Cody is going to be great. Yeah. Or, or maybe, I mean, I don't know. I do wonder if she kind of in the back of her mind thinks it's not going to, you know, sort of knows the truth, but as long as she, you know, keeps holding on to these things, like maybe the mat, maybe the mission statement will be it. Maybe it mm-hmm. will be this, maybe it will be that. I don't know. But yeah, Janelle's not into it. No. At all. And then Cody starts talking about how when Mary and I got married, we didn't have a plan. 10 or 12 years ago, I felt like I was a complete failure for most of my life and my relationship with my children and my wives. I felt like a fireman reacting to things, moving into these homes will be an opportunity to change that and start building, building lives like an architect. Yes. Which, that was interesting. Yeah. And I, but I was really confused. I'm like, so when, so this was 10 years ago. Okay. Well, where were you, where were you all? So you're all at Lehigh. I mean, like, what is that? And I understand because it's true. They are, they are, they are very reactionary. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of plans. It's a lot of like, we, we saw that as they were fleeing Utah, <laughs> nothing is planned out very mm-hmm. well. We know that, but you know, what was, what was leading to that? I, I wanted a little more context of like, what does this mean? Yeah, it was know. kind of Cody's musings, you know, again, yes. a producer asked him a question. He felt like he had to come up with some big dialogue, but I mean, he's, he, he is self-aware. I mean, everything he says is true. He and Mary didn't have a plan. They, uh, the marriages kind of all happened very haphazardly. And, I think what he's talking about is when they started having kids um, at a certain point after a few years, he realized that, yeah, all he was doing was putting out fires Mm -hmm. and they really didn't have a a plan for their lives or what they were doing. And so now he's going to try to turn that all around. Got it. So this is the big moment. So like he he married Mary and then as a reaction to he and Mary, he married Janelle. And then they're Mm -hmm. like, oh, crap, these two aren't getting along. Then I married Christine and we're now having kid after kid after kid. Mm -hmm. Now we need to do something. Okay, I'm with you now, Cody. All righty. Yeah. So then we do Mary's walkthrough. Cody and Danny. (laughs) And of course, Mary has issues. Um, You know, the lights are not hung properly and. Everyone's just kind of looking at her and she's like, well, you know, I paid for this. I want to get it right. And it's like, I'm with you, Mary. Yeah. I mean, it should be done right. Mm-hmm. Well, she does say that she says, you know, she has these fears around like not feeling like she's worth it. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Worthy up here. Yeah. And um, I thought that was really interesting of this. Uh, and I don't know if that's worth meaning. um you know, because she didn't have more children. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the way in which Cody's made her feel, mm-hmm. you know, but it's, it is this weird thing where she, I do believe she looks at the two lights and see that they're not that, you know, sees that they're slightly off if they are or not. I don't know. We don't know. We don't know if the mantle's off or the lights are off, but you get the sense with her that, you know, Cody has been in her ear for so long, like making her feel like crap yeah. or something. I don't yeah, know. No, I, I think that is the, that is the, cornerstone of their relationship and her the whole thing about having to have equal she she deserves equal because I think she has felt and I don't know if this is because of Cody I'm sure he's part of it but she clearly feels 
unworthy, mm-hmm. you know, because yeah. she couldn't have more children. And that's why she stayed so long and all of that. And now she's going to take that word back. And yes. <laughs> with her new guy. Repurposing it. Worthy up. Yeah, I saw on online that, I mean, she's already got like sweatshirts or something like she's. Oh, yeah. Got this. Mer- This worthy thing is like, yeah, I keep waiting for her to come up with something that's going to explain it. But I think it's not. It's just like, oh, I'm I've come up with this phrase worthy up. Oh, is it Mm -hmm. trademark? No, great. I'm going to slap it on some (laughs) T-shirts. Yeah. So then uh, Mona brings up that, um, you know, yeah, I guess she has got finally has all of her documents in. But Mona says it doesn't just happen overnight. Yes. They have to process these documents. Yes. Um, and she basically tells her, you're not getting in before Christmas. Yes. she. This is her being so done with people. And this is what I was wondering. Because we were hearing last time about how Janelle and Christine apparently got all their documents in. And then um, the, what they were waiting for was Mary and Robin and Cody to bring the documents in. So it's very obvious that Mary just put in the documents, right? Mm-hmm. Like that. And so this is what I was wondering about. Because, you know, I feel like Mary's a little bit more of a stickler with these things. Like, why did it take Mary forever to to turn in the documents? And I'm wondering if Cody dragged his... You know, because they were still legally married at this point. Right. Right. So yeah, maybe probably filing taxes together. Yeah. So it is interesting that like, you know, some of it is a bit naive on Mary's part to think that I can just turn in my paperwork on a Friday and get the keys to the house on a Monday. Mm-hmm. But the other thing, too, is um, I'm wondering what held up that that paperwork. Like, was yeah, it her or Mar- Cody? She's pretty organized. Yeah. So... I'm sure it was Cody and Robbins was hung up because she was still trying to settle with all those creditors. Yeah. And I bet you that Cody was more focused on that. I'm sure he was. Than Mary's paperwork. Yes. Yes. He'd be like, oh, well, I'll get to it, Mary. I'll get to it. Because he has a place to go. He can just move in with. (laughs) (laughs) He's got three other homes. What does he care about Mary's house? Yeah. Well, Mary, you just have to find somewhere else to stay. Yeah. Yeah. But she's really, Mona's really done with these people at this point. I mean, she's got nothing left in her. And she also points out, like, and also the holidays are starting. And Mary asks something about, because Mary goes into this whole thing about, like, my family's coming to help me move. And will it be ready by Monday? And Mona's like, Monday's Christmas Eve. No. <laughs> no, no one's even working Monday. No. Like, we are not, you know, you, you, she turned her paperwork in on, like, it sounds like the 22nd. Yeah. of December and wants to have the house in by the 23rd or 24th. It's crazy making. Yeah. Well, now I was a little confused. This, this, Okay. So then Mona's got all of them gathered at Janelle's house. I yes. Yes. And very she, ominous. Yeah. Very ominous. And she tells Mary, you're not getting in by Christmas. You're going to be the last one to move in. And Mary says, you know, Leon's going to be upset. Then she says to Janelle and Cody, your docs are a title. So they're going on title together. Oh, yeah. I didn't even Janelle think about and Cody. That. They must be going on title together. Huh. Which is so is he going on the title with everyone? Because Robin also no. says that she wants to own this house. It would be Robin and Cody Brown together. Well, no, she just said, I want to own this house as Robin Brown. She didn't say. Cody. I thought it was. I thought he was also on. Okay. Psych Legal Pop will be back after these messages. 
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I don't think he can be on title to all these houses because he wouldn't qualify for four. That would mean he'd have to qualify for four loans. Yeah. He doesn't make that much money. So maybe Mona's saying it in the sense of like, really, it's Janelle. But it's like, because she's being respectful and saying, okay, this is your partner. I don't know, because they're all married. Well, she said, Janelle and Cody, your docs are at title. So I I think he's on title with uh, Janelle. We know it's not Christine because she mentioned that the first time she was ever on title to any of these houses uh, with Cody was in Flagstaff. Mm. Um, Yeah, so she tells Christine, um, she says... You're closed, but we're waiting for Doc. So I guess Christine's already signed. Yeah. Waiting for something. She's very, I think Janelle was the farthest along. I think Janelle could leave that day and sign. Right. And get in there. And I think Christine, it was like, hey, it's there, but you need another day. Yeah. And then um, Robin is going to title tomorrow to sign. Mm -hmm. So Mary is just devastated. She is the odd wife out. She's that's mystery solved. Yes. She's the odd wife out. Um, so uh Janelle and Cody go okay. to the oh, oh, hold okay. on. Can I just say something real quick? So <clears throat> in this conversation, Mary talks about like Leon is gonna be so disappointed. All they ever wanted was for Christmas. And <clears throat> and this is what I think. I mean, I'm sorry, Mary and Cody, right? I mean, and Mary, you're the primary caretaker. Like, what are you saying to Leon this whole time? Mm-hmm. I mean, you you Come on, you had to be. I mean, Mona's been saying this to you, and it's this weirdest thing where Mona's saying to Mary the day before, like, you are not going to get in by Christmas. She flat out looks at mm-hmm. her and says, it's not going to happen. There's no way it's going to happen. And then they have this meeting a day or two later, and there's Mary again. Like, is yeah. it going to happen? Is it going to happen? It's like, no, the minute Mona told you no, or or you should have, you really should have had a conversation with Leon. And I don't think, because we see Leon freaking out, I don't think Mary was very direct at all. No. I think Mary kept Leon on the hook 
until the bitter end. And she wasn't honest about what was really happening. So I don't know if it's like Mary can't be honest with herself about what reality is or if she's this naive or if she's like, well, I'm just going to be optimistic about it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But it's just bizarre. It's like, what? This woman told you no. Anyway, I don't know. But it is I, I can imagine it's really hard. Right. If I was Mary, I would I, I'm I'm emp- I empathize with you because um, it is, you know, it would suck. It really would. But you mm, it's not like this was ripped right out from underneath. Yeah, you anyway. well, also, the reality is, OK, she'll she'll she's going to get into her house a couple days later. Like if her family's coming to help, they can help. You know, it's like just because you're not there with the keys on Christmas day doesn't mean it's like, yeah, all is lost. Yes. You know? Yes. You know, yes. You, that's what you should be telling Leon. Like, yeah. look, it's just a couple more days. Let's get right. You know, we'll, we'll celebrate Christmas a couple days later or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's other ways to handle it. So then they ask uh, Daniel, the builder. Oh his, yeah. This was great. His assessment of the couples. And, um, he says that Cody and Janelle, that Cody's very serious with Janelle, um, just very matter of fact, that he's jovial with Christine. He's accommodating with Mary, even though he doesn't always agree with her. And Robin, they're still like on their honeymoon. They're in yeah. the Lillywood stage. And we see little clips of this, right? We see him like walking around and then the rest of it, it's like he and Robin are making out in the kitchen together. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, it's just a. Yeah. Yeah and, yeah. and I just wrote a little note here. I said, you know, it's really striking how far they have come from being like living very modestly, even on poverty, you know, kind of close to the poverty line, mm-hmm. like conditions to this. Yeah. You know, these four new Brand new, brand new homes, getting to pick everything yourself. Mm -hmm. And those, I mean, what are those 3000, 3000 square feet homes, each of them, 4,000. I mean, huge, ginormous, not not good with square footage, but yeah, they're four or five bedroom homes. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, but there goes through the whole thing where he goes through the walkthrough with Christine and she keeps talking about how she feels like the family culture is falling apart. And this is again, Christine's cries for help of like, <laughs> you know, th- th- these are, these are all cries for help. Like, I feel like things are, she's not directly ever saying it's you, Cody. Like, I feel like you're pulling away, but you know, our family culture and Cody's just mad at her because he's like, you're upset because you're looking at everything like glass half empty. And I'm like, you know what, Cody, she she's always been the peppy happy one right so if she starts thinking that the glass is half empty that's a sign yeah something's wrong yeah that maybe yeah and she's upset and i think she must have brought up that she was scared about you know the the what the financial burden that they're taking on Mm -hmm. yes and then he kind of starts fussing at her and he says you know our only choice was to be in separate homes and fail as a family or be mortgage poor. And, you know, what's more important, the family or being mortgage poor? And Christine's like, okay, I choose mortgage poor. And, and that's when he's like, yeah, well, why can't, why are you seeing this as glass, glass half empty? So uh, these actually, I just want to say these weren't their only two options. 
Do you know what I mean? It wasn't failure or mortgage poor. Mm -hmm. It was, no, you wanted, you wanted this, this lifestyle. You want, you, this is what you wanted and you're choosing it. So I don't know. I just, no one's forcing you to do this. And also too, I, I think, you know, Cody, everybody thought that the mere proximity of these homes was going to unite the family and make the family you know, get back to their family culture or whatever. And guess what? It didn't. Mm-hmm. They all talk now about how they basically just lived very separately in their separate homes in the cul-de-sac. And yeah, it was easy to have family get togethers because everyone could just walk outside and, you know, mm-hmm. meet yeah. in the cul-de-sac or whatever. But for the most part on a day-to-day basis, living their lives, they really did live separately. And when they were in the rental homes in Vegas, Cody acts like they were so far away. Robin and Christine lived on the same street. Mm-hmm. And then Janelle lived around the corner. And then Mary lived like, I don't know, half a mile away. Yeah. If, if you would have, th- th- <laughs> that's not hard to go from house to house to house. Mm-hmm. What What is the difference But you in the cul-de-sac, just because you can walk, you can walk to these other, in these other homes yeah yeah it's just that again this is part of their they have this way of uh, this fantasy thinking like if only we do this Mm -hmm. if only things are like this everything else in our life will be great well and so and this is what you know this is what a lot of people do right like i'm unhappy so i'm gonna move Mm -hmm. i'm gonna move across the country and i'll be a totally different person it's like no wherever you go there you are Mm -hmm. whatever your problems or issues are they're gonna follow you and that's the thing it's like if something isn't working in your life it's it's not just the job. And I I have this a lot with clients. They'll come to me and they'll be, you know, I hate my work. I hate this. I hate that. And then you start breaking things down and it's like, well, it's because it's not your job. It's because you feel, you know, you don't feel appreciated by the people around you. It's not the work itself. It's the people, Mm -hmm. you know, it's this person or that person that it's, it's not always about people think that, you know, a new home and we all do this, a new yeah. home, new haircut, new, whatever, losing 20 pounds, whatever it is, is going to fe- make us feel so different mm-hmm. and, and it's going to change our lives. And it, and yeah. it doesn't because at the end of the day, we are who we are and you feel what you feel. And even, even, um, even people who have tons of money and are beautiful and all this stuff. Yeah. They have beautiful mansions, but if they're unhappy, they're unhappy. Mm-hmm. If you're beautiful and unhappy, you're still unhappy. Yeah. You know? Yep. It's not how it works, Cody. Yes. Yes. But this is the best was that, that, so Janelle is the only one that at this point has keys. Mm -hmm. And so the kids, you know, all the kids are gathering their stuff and they want to sleep there that night. And then Janelle, it seems like is kind of like, okay, well, they'll figure out their bedrooms or whatever it is. And Cody starts to insert himself in this about assigning bedrooms. And it's like, God, Cody can't even handle this little thing with mm-hmm. a sign. You know what I mean? Because Gabe's saying, I want this one and that one. And it seems like Janelle's very much like, okay, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, pick something. You know, there's nothing. Like the boys can pick what they want. And it's just like, God, this must be really frustrating to have Cody just insert himself. Oh, he's got to be involved Ugh. in everything. It's like, let them just pick their rooms. What do you care? You're never, hardly ever even there. How is it going to affect you if Gabe is here versus there? It's not. Just you worry know? about your bedroom, Cody, you know. I mean, it's not like the kids were walking into the master bedroom saying this is our bedroom. Right. You know, it's like what if you if these kids can figure it out on their own, is that that big of a deal? But it's like this it's control. 
Right. It's almost like children cannot have that kind of control to pick right. a bedroom. It's like, oh, God, who cares? Yes. So um, then Cody announces that, you know, he's he has enough money to get the bed out of layaway. Ooh. And he's going to surprise Janelle <laughs> with it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure TLC gave him the money to get it out of layaway. <clears throat> so, um, But not the whole bedroom set. Just the bed and the frame, I think. Oh, is there a mattress? I didn't see a mattress. Was it? Well, no, I know. I saw a mattress. So okay. new mattress and I think the bed frame. But the but rest of the like bedroom the, set is still at Colleen's. Okay. Yeah, the dresser and all that other stuff. Yeah. Still on layaway. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I have here um, Leon saying they're happy for Janelle, but she says... Or they say the house is right there. It's done. Why can't we just go in there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. She says, they say, I just want to slap whoever is doing this stupid underwriter, whatever. <laughs> yeah. And again, I mean, I just feel like, oh, God. And and also, I don't know. I think it's so hard to be a teenager on these reality shows. I really do feel for these people. I do. Yeah. It's really hard. Yeah, and all the other kids who are not Janelle's kids seem kind of sad because they all come over for dinner to Janelle's new house. And well, yeah, because they're you, you're they're celebrating Joseph Smith's birthday, and they're <laughs> gonna have to they they have to celebrate this. Well, yeah, why why are they celebrating? I don't know. They've always celebrated it. Christine says that she's always celebrated Joseph Smith's birthday. Yes, oh, yes. And this is when Christine get she presents all the children um these gifts which of course you know they don't want it's got the meaning of all of their names and their birthdays and kind of like on a what it says about them plaque type thing yeah you could tell none of them gave a shit like and she says we're she's resetting everything this is part of the mm. I didn't really didn't understand. Yeah. You know what? I I was a little confused, too, because she said names and birth dates. And then she said the things about you and they were reading them out loud. I'm like, so is this astrology? Like, is this like you're a you're a Pisces or a Virgo? This is your birth chart. And these are your. uh, (laughs) But you you know how it is. It's like there's there's the typical horoscope. And then there's people that, find you know, you give them the time of day and Mm -hmm. where you're born and all that. And they can really get into the nitty gritty. And so it's like, is it that or is it something I doubt else? It. You know, I think it's just the, it's got the meaning of the names and then it's got their astrological sign. Yeah. But I mean, I will say that probably because she had each one looked very different. Wasn't mm-hmm. like she just like photocopied each one, you know, or like cut and paste things. I mean, she spent a lot of time and energy on these for sure. Yeah. So, um, yeah. But and that was nice. But yeah, it was sweet, though. Christine said, this is this is, you know, I want the kids to know this is who you are and this is how I see you. Mm. And she said she only wanted to do the positives. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know what? It's funny. It's almost kind of like she's this is what she wants from Cody. Right. This is what she, she wants, wants to from be Cody. seen. Yes. <laughs> she wants to be seen by Cody. She wants to be seen by everybody. She wants. But mainly Cody, like yeah. the, she's project, you know, she's giving out the things that she wants. And so keep coming back to this point of this is this is the failings of Cody is is that he was focusing on the wrong things he was Mm. so focused on we have to get into these houses and we have to be close to each other and that's going to help us and it's like 
No, you have to you have to build good relationships mm-hmm. with your children, with your your partners. You can live 5000 miles away from someone, but if you have a good relationship with them where you're invested in them, it's going to carry itself through. Or you can sit next to someone and treat them like crap. Yeah. You know, and 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 that is this problem is you you've been focusing on all the wrong things this right. whole time and then you tell us like 10 or 15 years ago you were focused on the wrong things or you were doing the wrong things it's like yet again you're still doing it you're still doing it yeah um, so anyway yeah it's a lot of yeah it's a lot of like oh this is a fresh start sort of thing and cody says uh the one thing i wanted was for my children to identify as siblings no matter what mother they came from uh, again okay don't know how Not okay really. i mean yeah. i mean i don't know work on that don't just say it you know like yeah work on it yeah but i think that's the thing i think he thinks that if he says something that that it, it would should be true or if i say it or if that's what i want it it is that is what reality is and i think this is a lot of what cody has been going through these last couple of years he's his ego's too big to admit that he had failed in some way but like mm-hmm. It, it, it's it's because he was such a victim about everything. But I think this is what he's really at the core is the true. And I've said this many times, like Cody is not a leader. He's not a good leader. He does not have leadership skills, not like Joe Dogger. No. He does not. He does not have any of that. And I think that it's like this is just I think it's the realization like, no, you you're not a good leader. Mm-mm. And now he's blaming plural marriage or he's blaming, I mean, listen, I don't, I don't know if I believe in plural marriage, but like he's blaming plural marriage and he's blaming all these things and blaming Christine and Christine's personality or Janelle or Mary or the catfishing or whatever. And it's like, no, you, you were, you're not very good at this. You weren't very good at this. And you, as much as you tried, you never focused on the right things ever. Yeah. So. Yeah, because doing all the right things is too hard. He's yeah. He doesn't want to work that hard. He is not a hard worker. No, he is not. He just flits around. He always looks busy, but he's not working hard. He's just flitting around. Oh God, I hate those people. I, have you ever worked with those people that walk really fast? They're like, oh my God, I can't stop and talk to you. But like, hi, oh, blah blah blah. And they're like constantly like moving a million miles an hour, and you're like, what are you not, doing all day? Not doing anything? Yeah, yeah. you're not doing crap. But you you do a great job of looking busy all the time. <laughs> so now they show Robin at her house. And I'm kind of confused if this is before Christmas or after Christmas. Because she's... I, I think it's before. She, she's still at her... Okay, so are her kids not going to be there for Christmas Day? Or I don't know, because she's oh. packing. She's at her house. I guess the rental house packing. She's stressed. She's trying to... Um, leave in an hour, uh, take the kids to Montana. Yeah. Getting keys today. Kids haven't seen the house, wants them to see it before they go to Montana, takes them to the house. Um, and did you notice that Aurora was not packing? She was playing with Solomon again. Yeah. Not very annoying. (laughs) Not listening. (laughs) Uh, Christine also just got her keys. So, uh, yeah. So basically Robin, um, yeah, Robin's freaked out because she's got to pack up the stuff for the rental house, but she also has to pack up stuff for all the kids, Mm -hmm. those three kids to get them rolling to do that. And they have to, they have to leave in an hour. And then in the midst of all this, she gets a phone call saying, Hey, 
you can pick up your keys. So this is her again, like, oh my God, the kids have to see the house before we go and get into pack, uh, go to Montana. Mm -hmm. And then we see them go and see that. And then we have Cody going, well, I need to say goodbye to all the wives. So we see him like this. I think this must be his thing of like, see, I'm staying connected to everyone. Bye, Christine. Bye, (laughs) Bye, Janelle. (laughs) You know? Oh yeah. See you, Mary. Um, but, uh, so they all do the, um, yeah, but they do the, wa- it's so weird. They do the walkthrough with Christine. Oh, the- Christine's kids finally get to see the house. That's mm-hmm. it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And then I don't know what I kind of petered out after that. Because- well, Christine <laughs> says she knew she wasn't being a very good sister wife. Um, because, oh, this was interesting. So she said at the time she felt like she wasn't being a good sister wife. They were separated. And she said that, um, you know, because she has this renewed life in her for this new house in the mission statement. She's like, what would have happened if she had left the family or if someone had helped her leave the family mm. when she was feeling really low before, you know, um, her if during her help. Help so she said, the family. That's yeah, during, she said during her hard times, help her get out of this family, Ooh. which is what I wonder is, is that if she had had many, a few hard times before in Lehigh and maybe her mother or someone else, mm-hmm. uh, maybe an aunt or a cousin that had gotten out was, was saying to her, you can get out of this. You're unhappy. Right. You want out, you, you can get out. Stay. And so that's why um, she. this is her big thing was like, oh my God, now I have this house. If I had left, I wouldn't have had this. But imagine what yeah. you could have had. I don't know. <laughs> and then the whole thing ends with Robin saying, she's just blessed to be a sister wife. This is just the blessings, the blessings of sister wifeness. Mm-hmm. Is this, you know, moment? Yeah. No, everyone's, br- everyone's brainwashed. That to just us like oh if we just speak this into existence it'll all be it'll all be okay it's a new beginning everything's going to be great yeah yeah and yet it isn't but next week we really see more of this oh my god but you know once they get into the houses we got to do the mission statement that's going to be isn't that like ten years two seasons Mm -hmm. (laughs) a lot of stuff yeah yeah that'll be painful so um yeah but they're they're now all in the houses or no, 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 sorry. Everybody's in the houses except for Mary. Next week we'll see. Yeah. We'll see Leon um, having a hard time with all of this, but I don't remember when Mary ever gets the keys. I can't remember what, I what the yeah. evolution of that was. So we'll see next week. We'll find Ooh, out. Something to live for <laughs> a reason to get up in the morning. Yes. All right. So thank you for joining us for the sister wives rewind. We do this every Tuesday. And on Thursdays, we have documentaries, so please check us out. If you want to go back to the Sister Wives uh, from Season 1, Episode 1, it starts February 13th of 2023. That's all in our back feed. Um, If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast. And if you could give us a five-star rating and review, we would appreciate that. It would help us grow the podcast. And uh, we are on social media at Psych Legal Pop on Instagram and TikTok. And I think that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. We have lots of exciting things coming up. We have some changes to the podcast and some things that we're going to be doing a little differently. So uh, and some exciting announcements. So stay tuned. Lots happening. All All right. right. Until next time. Bye. Bye.
mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com